like the what I've uh, come up with is that I want to meet people where they are. Um, yeah. I know we said that uh, often. Like I went to UTEP last time. We were um, in the middle of like the Centennial Plaza, but we were like at the highest point. No. There's a lot of wind. We had to stop talking at some point because of all the wind that was mm-hmm. happening. We were just like, whoa. Um, yeah. But it's kind of like there's going to be there's a like studio environment is like best case. Like right yeah. now there's a car passing, but right. it's not a bad thing. You know, okay. because it's um, like I'm we're here at yeah. uh, just a random place, you yeah. know, That's and nice. to be able to do that is where what my purpose of uh, the stories are, because yeah. in reality, like we can't always expect people to come to us and yeah. it's us being able to go out into the world and be able to have these conversations. And, yeah, um, well, and it's raw, like we're this is something we would do on a normal mm-hmm. day. And I think that that's really mm-hmm. it's cool. So. All right. Cool. All right. So uh, I sent you. It was probably a while ago. Okay, perfect. Yes, you have the questions as well. Yes. Right, the notes. Um, so I have them here as well. Um, we might get off topic sometimes, uh, yeah. just in case. But that's perfectly fine too. Um, but I just want to say thank you for yeah. uh, taking the time out of your day off and to to just have a conversation like yeah, this. Yeah, I um, love it. So I wanted to ask. Um, so who are you? Like, like, tell who me a little bit, I? a little bit about Ooh. yourself. <laughs> okay. Um, well, my name is Alyssa. Um, I am a sister. I am a daughter. Um, I am not a mom, but I I consider my uh, kids at church and all the kids I've gotten to watch and help grow up to be my my babies. Um, I'm a children's minister. Um, I'm a youth leader. I'm a young adult leader, um, and I try to be a really good friend. Um, I love coffee. Uh, I love hiking. Um, and just being out in nature. Um, and I love anything dealing with arts and crafts. And I think those are kind of some things that really define me. Um, yeah. So that's who I am. I don't know if that, that's that's a, a good answer but that's those are kind of the things i feel like sum me up a little bit so do you have a favorite bible verse passage or story yeah um so second corinthians four eighteen um says uh so we set our eyes not on what is seen but what is unseen for what is seen is temporary but what is unseen is eternal um and i love that verse because anytime we kind of get off track and kind of think that like you know our our lives are about the present or about this present moment or about our time here on earth, uh, we're reminded that only what we do for Christ will last. Um, because in eternity, like that's, that's really what matters. Like, yeah, like we want to see people come to know the Lord. We want to, um, be present and, and live life well, but ultimately, um, only what we do for Christ and how we love others well, uh, those are the things that are going to be lasting. So um, I also, I kind of doubled up this answer, but I also love the story of the woman with the issue of blood because um, I just love her faith, you know, and her willingness to just chase after Christ with reckless abandonment. So, and yeah. And know that, like, if I touched, if I just touch him. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. yeah. What if we had that kind of faith now, you know, how, how different our lives could be. So yeah. uh, who would you say you were before? Well, um, it's interesting. I always have a hard time with this question uh, because, you know, I got saved when I was seven, but I really think about my time with Christ more so starting um, when I was a teenager, you know, and when I got baptized, not because that's when I got saved, but the point that I finally got baptized was 
I think was when I really understood what it meant to have a relationship with Christ. And I think it was when I really understood my desperate need for Christ um, and why salvation was important. So, you know, before Christ, I'm not going to say I don't make some of the same mistakes still, um, but I think really, truly coming to know Christ, I really began to know who I was and where my identity uh, was. And that's a constant process, right? Like insecurity and uh, self-worth and self-awareness are things that we all struggle with at some point. But I think um, before Christ, my value and my worth has really been wrapped up in what other people thought of me and how people treated me. And really after coming to the true knowledge and understanding of Jesus Christ and his love, um, again, it doesn't mean I don't struggle, but my, I know my identity is in him and in what he has called me to do. It's not in people. It's not in my job. It's not in my nonprofit work. It's not in my friendships or my relationships or, you know, keeping up <laughs> with the Joneses. It's, it's really um, in, in Jesus Christ. So, yeah. I think I hope I'm a, a better person and I hope I think I love myself better and I think I love others better, you know, really knowing who Christ is. So, yeah. Um, so where around what time did you because you mentioned um, like it was when you got baptized, when you yeah. like you did it when after you fully understood what it meant. Yeah. Uh, like what events led to that yeah. understanding? So I got saved um, at Awana. Woohoo! You know, shout out to Awana um, for being a great program. Um, I was in the first grade, so I was about seven years old. Um, I got baptized my freshman year of college when I was 19. Um, and I think, I guess what led me to that decision was like, I wasn't afraid. I, and it's not like I'm afraid of water. There was just like this fear of like, huh, if I do this, then like, this is like, this is it. Right. You know, and not, I, I don't, I don't even know that was so long ago, but I think, um, there was just an assurance that like, I truly, I think before that there was fear. There was also like, I didn't think I deserved to like tell people that I love the Lord, you know? And then when I finally decided to get baptized, it was, it was like, you need to tell people, like, people need to know, like, this is not only a commandment, but, like, this is who you are. And so I think there's just this point, my my pastor at the time was talking about, we're going to do baptism, and da, 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 and I was just like, it's time, it's time. And there was this peace that came over me. And the coolest part is... I got to get baptized in one of my favorite lakes in Washington. So being out in the outdoors is where I feel like the most connected with God, just mm -hmm. seeing his nature. And so that was really cool too. So that's awesome. Thanks. Um, who would you say you are now with Christ? Yeah. Um, after, yeah. Uh, well, I'm still a wretched human being. Um, I'm still flawed. I still make mistakes. Um, but there's an assurance of, um, the goodness of God and there's an assurance that I know where I'm going and uh, I think finally <laughs> now um, I know who I am and I know uh, that loving people well and um, you know doing things for Christ it's not about being busy it's not about doing the most it's not about trying the hardest it's just about being obedient and being present and I think having that understanding came after truly understanding who Christ is so I guess I would say in a lot of ways I'm the same but uh, I have the forgiveness and understanding of Christ now you know that I didn't have before um, and most importantly I have him alongside me um, to guide me and to help me. Uh, and 
you know, whether it's dealing with anxiety or loss or, um, you know, just a lack of understanding or clarity, like Christ is with me and I understand that now. So I guess that's who I would say I am. So, um, so, uh, were there any people involved like in this process? Um, you don't have to name them if you don't want to, but just like, if there's anyone that, uh, like, what do they do or how do they help you? Yeah. Um, so I think the most important person is my mom. Um, you know, she did, as a single mom, uh, raising two kids and working and going to school, she did everything she possibly could to uh, to help us come to knowledge and understanding of Jesus Christ. You know, we went to Sunday school, we went to church, we went to evening service, we went to vacation Bible school. Um, my mom really tried to live Christ, not just say, hey, you go to church and speak about Christ, but she really tried to live out who Christ was. Um, and I think now, uh, for me, my brother, um, I see how his faith is. I see um, how he invests in reading and learning about the Word of God, and he reads all these books and, and things, and he just has this understanding of spirituality and, and Jesus Christ that I am not even close to. Um and that has been really important to me at this point of my life and, and stage and walk with Christ is uh, just understand that we can't put God in this box. Like he's an infinite being and we try to put him in this little box and um, just watching the way my brother learns and the way he loves the Lord and uh, loves people like that has been, I think, one of the most influential people when it comes to my walk with God is just uh, taking God out of this box. So... I paused because of the truck going. Okay, <laughs> it's very loud. Uh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. That's very encouraging. Like Thank to you. like just the different people that just end yeah. up having that major impact on our life. Yeah, we can't do it alone. That's for sure. Um, so this is the part where it's kind of like uh, we look to the past. So what would you tell yourself uh, ten years ago? Like if you could tell yourself something from ten years ago, what would it be? Yeah. Um, wow. I think. I would tell myself it's worth it. Like living for Christ is worth it, you know, and just to keep going and to, um, and not to worry so much about what other people think and how other people feel. Like be confident in who you are and who you are in Christ and who He made you to be. Um, because at the end of the day, everything else doesn't really matter all that much. So just keep going, you know. Uh, how about when? you first realized what he means to you. And ask that again. Like, uh, what would you tell yourself uh, from when you first realized what he means to you? So kind of like how you mentioned, like when you were 19, like yeah. understood. Yeah. What would you tell yourself back then? Um, I think I would tell myself um, it's going to be hard. Um, living for Christ isn't for the faint of heart, but you don't have to do it alone. I think that's the most important thing that, that I could have told myself back then. <laughs> Uh, so uh, now, like instead of looking to the past, like to the future, what is something that you want your future self 10 years from now to remember and hold on to? Um, remember all the times that Christ stood by you and that 
he brought you through things you didn't think you would live through um, and know that you're going to get through whatever it is that's going on now. And not only that, you're going to come out on the other side way better than you were before um, because there's strength and, and difficulty. Uh, and it's not to be negative, but I think in those times when, you know, like right now, for example, where you're dealing with grief and loss and uh, a myriad of other emotions and things, it can be easy to take your eyes off Christ um, and to forget all the things he's brought you through over the years. So I think looking forward, I would tell myself, look back at that time where you didn't think you were going to make it and you made it and you're going to make it through this too. You know? So, yeah. Um, so now this is the part where Ooh, fun. they are the random questions. Oh no. <laughs> now I'm excited. <laughs> I know. I've, I've accidentally made a because we use these in our small group and yeah. people are scared of them now because they're like, oh, but I think that's because I've accidentally like, oh, that's a difficult question. Yeah. But no, it's it just helps the, like, uh, it's cool to have these random because even I don't know what it is, what they are, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll do like about four if that's okay with you. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to ask her all so of them. I'm going to flip it over you and then. Okay. So what is your favorite book of the Bible and why? Um... Man, that's hard to pick one book. Um, I think, like, I'm going to say two. I think Psalms and Proverbs have really given me, it probably sounds like a super stereotypical answer, but, like, those have given me a lot of hope, um, especially in this last two years, um, as I read through those. So I would say those, but there's there's many others I haven't read, unfortunately, and I think uh, that could change in a year. Does anyone else's faith inspire you? Man, um, yeah. I There's actually, I don't know if this is a, it has to be somebody we know, but uh, there's this woman, her name is Lisa Harper, um, and she's like, a, she's a speaker and a writer, and I actually got to meet her two years ago, and I just started sobbing because she's like my uh, spiritual hero. Uh, and I just had prayed when I, when I went to see her speak, I was like, Lord, I just want to meet her. Um, and I remember she looked at me, she was talking to somebody else and she kept looking at me out of the corner of her eye. And, uh, she was like, when she finally came up to me, she was like, I feel like I know you. I feel like I've met you. And she's like, you're going to be family to me. And, um, I love her story because she's, in her 50s, she adopted this little girl from Haiti. I love, I love the people of Haiti. I loved being in Haiti. Um, she never got married. She never had kids, um, but she she adopted this beautiful little girl named Missy. And just the way she lives her life um, and all that she's been through, um, she's she's just an inspiration. Just the way she's kept her faith and her sanity and made good choices despite how difficult her life has been. So, yeah. What is the most comforting part of the Bible to you? I love, and actually Mondo and I talked about this just today. Um, I just love that God uses the willing, not the able. And even sometimes he uses those people who seem unwilling at first. Um and I think it's a it's a testimony that you don't the Lord equips you for what He wants you to do. You don't have to be in a certain place in your life or in a you know be a certain person. Like He uses anybody He wants to, and I think that that gives me comfort and it gives me hope because um, I feel really ill-equipped sometimes, and I feel like really uh like i don't deserve it you know deserve the things that god has given me but there's a comfort in knowing that uh yeah 
that he uses whoever he wants to. And often those people uh, are pretty terrible. <laughs> so, um, okay. Wow. This is, this is rude. Okay. <laughs> what is the single biggest time waster in your life and what can you do about it? Wow. I didn't know we were, we were going to go that deep. Um, yeah, I think I spend way too much time on social media. Um, but a couple of times this year, I've just taken a break and said like, okay, I'm just going to get off of here. Um, and everybody does that right at some point, they'll take a fast. Um, I actually turned my, uh, Facebook notifications off completely. Um, and when they're off and you don't see those things like popping off, like you, you're less likely to even want to check it. So I rarely get on there because my notifications are off and I just kind of stopped caring about it. So that's really actually helped me uh, to spend less time on it. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Last one. How can you be more encouraging to others? Um, I think I try to be pretty encouraging. I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but um, I think just... I think just being present um, and and being able to share uh, your journey with other people. Um, but I don't know. I think just I think it's really important to be present and to sometimes even ask people what they need. You know, I have this personality, especially as somebody who's becoming a therapist. Like I always want to help everybody and fix everybody. And I've had to pause and pray, like even as a friend is is it explaining what they're going through to me I will be praying in that moment and asking the Lord to like shut my mouth if it needs to be shut and like if it needs to be open that he would give me the words to say so that I can encourage them and be there for them um, and that has really helped me not to give my own advice for my own two cents but really just be present with the Holy Spirit so that I can be an encouragement to people so yeah that's it <laughs> so uh, I have one more question before uh, okay. we get to that one I just want to yeah. say thank you so much for uh, taking the time to have this conversation um, yeah. I always like to say that it's kind of like a selfishness of yeah. me because I love hearing these stories and yeah. um, like it's it's really cool to be able to just you know talk to people in this way because yeah. everyone has their own story Absolutely. I'm, I'm very grateful for, for thank that you. but um, the last question is if what would you what is one thing yeah what is one thing you want someone to take away from your story like if they forgot everything that happened in the last um 20 30 minutes yeah or so like what is the one thing that you would like them to take away from your story um i think that it's that you're not too broken um you're not forgotten and it's never too late um a lot of times people, again, I was fortunate to come to know the Lord at a very young age. And I think that that's made a huge difference in my life. But um, I think a lot of times people think, well, it's too late for me or I got to get I got to get myself right before, you know, I show up to church. And it's like, no, the church is there to help you. It's there to support you and to, um, yeah, just to love you. And so whether whatever it is that you phase you're in in life right now, whatever it is you're struggling with, whatever it is that you're desiring, um, you're not too broken to have those things. It's not too late to come and and know the Lord. And um, just because your life isn't where you thought it was be would be uh, doesn't mean it's not where it's supposed to be. Um, so, yeah, that I guess let that be your takeaway for today. Alyssa, thank you so much. Thank you, Mondo.